All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 44 of Top Tier Podcast. My name is Poppy. 43. I'll start Nick Hogan here. I'll start it again. What do you do? No, we're good. Are we good? We good? All right. All right. All right, look, let me speak directly to the audience before we begin, okay? Because there's something that I, I regret to inform the audience, but if you guys are not fans of music, this is not the episode for you. <laughs> I implore you to go listen to the plethora of other episodes that we have available for you guys on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or take your ass to YouTube, watch some of the clips that we have available there. But if you're not a music fan, this this episode is for music lovers, okay? Because we, we're going to talk a lot about the Grammys today. There's a lot that went on during the Grammys. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you are not absolutely... Uh, flabbergasted by what took place, what transpired at the Grammys. I I, I can't help you. This is not the episode for you. <laughs> I just had to get that out the way. Uh, but before we begin, my good man, how was your week? How's your mental health? Any uh, weekend plans? Anything special? Uh, it went well, man. Not so far. I might be doing something a little later with some friends. But you know, last weekend, uh, I saw an old friend. I haven't seen him in years. We thought he lived out in Palmdale, so that's why we was like letting him get away with not coming to see us. Sometimes he yeah. would dip in L.A. and we would like a little excuse going. I, every time I see him in L.A., I'm like, I send him the eyes emoji, like, bro, I see you, bro. You see you. <laughs> he watches the he watches the podcast too. Shout out, shout, I'm shouting him out. Shout out. Um, yeah, but I, but you know, we went to see uh, what's that movie called? Uh, Knock at the cabin. We saw that last weekend. Oh, okay, that M Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, the M Night Shyamalan one. I mean, we don't. We're not starting here, but like, what was? What's up with it? What's the reviews like? I don't know. I don't think it's as bad. It's like old and a lot of the cu- a couple other Shyamalan movies that have been coming out in the last couple of years. But it was too basic. It was just too so, so. simple. Yeah. There was like no twist. The movie had like no twist. It was just like what you read the synopsis. Like you know the synopsis. Spoilers for people who don't really care. I'm not gonna give you like a full breakdown of what happened. But it's an like an apocalypse movie. It's like. These guys come knock on knocking on these this family's cabin and they're like, Hey man, we gotta do so and so. Someone's about to die. Yeah. Someone's, Someone's about, about to die, die but we gotta do this so that we can save humanity. Like we yeah. have it basically. And that's I what mean, happens. We could probably expect M. Night Shyamalan, you know, he's been he's been missing. He's been missing lately, so I can understand that. No twist. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. You know, but it was straightforward and predictable and it was like eh, I give it a six out of ten, nice, maybe nice. a five. Nice. Yeah. yeah my week was pretty six. decent. You know, I've been, you know, I had a little bit of a migraine sickness or whatever throughout the week, but you know, we made it through, you know, I still had to get them clips out. Go check out the clips on YouTube. You guys, a little free promo here. Go check out the, the clips on YouTube. We've been working hard there. Uh, you know, I made a sudden realization this week, actually. All right. I've been, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I've been on Tinder pretty heavy. Like, okay. Okay. No bumble. No Bumble, just Tinder. And I made, no a, I made a realization. No BLK either. I got my I got some problems with BLK, bro. Or maybe BLK got some problems with me because my matches don't be coming in on BLK. I'm gonna just be I'm gonna keep it a buck. But on Tinder, bro, I mean, uh I've been thinking that new five hundred dollar premium plan, I might have to. Stop. I might, I might have if to. It, if it was yearly, I still wouldn't buy that bullshit. But is it I can see it being more realistic. I think it's is simping, it simping bro. if you get that plan? I think it's soft and simping if you, you get that plan. You think it's soft? Damn, I'm soft. Because dudes already have unlimited. Dudes already have unlimited matches for twenty bucks a month. What bro, do you it's, need? It's so hard to get these girls out the house these days, bro. On Tinder, at least, I'm telling you, 
the people that are on Tinder, the Tinder users, they can vouch for me. It's been hard to get these. I don't know if it's just me. I don't think it's just me. It's been hard to get these girls. All these girls want to do uh, on Tinder is just talk about, you know, what school they go into and send you some Snapchats. That's it. That's it. Um, that's why you got to get out in the field. You know, I'm out in the field, low key. I low key, I'm out in the field. I mean, but like, order, like, if they don't, if they ain't going out of the house, go find the ones who are already out of the house. Yeah, maybe it's me. I'm simping. Ever since I saw on Twitter someone say that simp just stands for she is my passion, I've never looked at it the same. It literally, that's <laughs> that's like the that is like the best acronym for simp. It I, definitely I think that, is, that should bro. be the official definition. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> that should that's passion. a perfect. That is the perfect. That is the perfect title. <laughs> Dude, but I don't we, know why uh, that's like one of my favorite insults. I, it just it just rolls off the tongue like simp. That guy's a fucking simp. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue or like. Oh, man. All right. Let's get it started, bro. We got a job to do here. Let's get it started. All right. Like I said, we're starting with the Grammys. Uh, Grammy week. Um, Obviously started with a bad bunny performance. Let's just walk through it. Let's just let's just walk through it. Started with the bad bunny performance. Now, I needed to see this Bad Bunny performance. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been kind of perplexed as to the reason why people could just listen to somebody who has the same exact beat on all of his tracks and just flips up the flow a little bit and everybody is just grooving out to it. Just, oh, he's the best artist in the world. But as soon Mm -hmm. as I saw this performance, I needed to see it because now I understand. Now I understand exactly who Bad Bunny is. He's him. Yeah, I've seen some Bad Bunny. I just don't think it's me for me, but I understand why he's famous though. Like listening to his music, I understand like why he's a top artist. He just yeah. isn't for me personally. I mean, he but, was he was he brought out everybody, bro. He brought out all the Spanish dancers. He brought out he didn't have any like um any features on his performance or anything like that. But he rocked it out. Uh, a lot of people were clowning the fact that the Grammys they didn't have any subtitles for him. Instead, they just because you know he's a Latin artist, so he was speaking in Spanish. Mm-hmm. All his songs are in Spanish. Uh, Instead of having the actual closed captioning, they just had non-English, <laughs> which is disrespectful as hell. That is that's so just disrespectful, like disrespectful. They were just like, "Fuck this, dude. We don't." I, I don't mean, like, how like, for like, like the you biggest s- artist in the world, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna put in the investment to have actual subtitles that people can read for the biggest artist in the world. Well, just right now. don't do any at all if you really don't. Or if you really don't care that much. It can't be that expensive to get some closed captioning, son. I don't understand that shit. That shit was disrespectful as fuck. And speaking this, about this disrespect, is, go ahead. I was saying this is, I mean, maybe I'm just forgetting how live shows work, but are there subtitles for live? I mean, there's closed captioning for everything. You just have, you someone, I don't know how it works exactly, but there's closed captioning for everything. If you just press that little CC, you should have closed captioning for everything. I just don't think that they invested enough money into getting him Closed captioning. I don't know. But speaking of uh, disrespect, I got—I mean, I, I'm going to talk to the audience directly right here. I hope I hope none of our audience is who, who's, is who I'm about to talk about. But to all the people that were on the Internet talking about or dissing, I should say, dissing Kim Petras and Sam Smith's performance, all that. Dem- uh, it's demonic and uh, the gay agenda. They're forcing it down my throat. Mm. Y'all need to go fucking kill yourselves. Yeah, like I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that gay, yourself, like the, the the gay agenda comments, especially like when it comes to TV shows. Like they're forcing it on my children. I'm like, but we see you know how many heterosexual storylines you see in these shows. Like the boy likes the girl, and you know what I mean. Like whole episodes dedicated towards it. 
I don't I don't think that's fair. I don't think I never think that's a fair argument. It's dumb as fuck, bro. These are the it's same just it's just people. bigotry. It, it it's the bigots. It's it's the it's the fake Christians. It's the conservatives. The homophobes. It's all these same motherfuckers that are out here. You all sound just like the people that were like in the 1960s talking about black people during the civil rights movement. Oh, they're forcing that black agenda on us. This this agenda of equality. Bro, they just call it woke now, and they do this. They do the same shit today. It's like, bro, it's not a fucking. It's not a. There's no such thing as a gay agenda. There's no such thing as a Black Lives Matter agenda. There's no such thing. They they want to talk about the socialist agenda. Uh, you could go on and on. Don't even Feminist. know what socialist is. Anything, anything that isn't brutal cap, brutal far right politics or, or brutal capitalism is just socialism. The feminist. Anything agenda. other than that is, is communism. Just com- straight communism. Immigrant agenda, liberal woke agenda. Y'all got all these different agendas. No nigga, the agenda is just called progress. <laughs> like it's a movement. Duh. Y'all try being oppressed for a hundred for hundreds of years and tell me if. You want to be silent about the movement that you're starting. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all need to shut the fuck up with that shit. Go crucify yourselves, guys. Uh, I just had to get that off the chest. I had to. They're get not going to stop, chest. though, bro. They're not going to stop, bro. It, it's it's it, especially the internet. I feel like a lot of people just do it for trolling reasons. It's too not easy. Even, I mean, yeah. it, it's too easy. It's too easy to get, get to get the reaction. Like, I don't want to. We're going to get into this later. This is like a side comment. We're going to get into this topic later. But right before I got on. I was I went on Twitter and it was like dudes is talking about it's woke that there's blacks and gays and, and trans people in, in Hogwarts legacy. And see, there should the be thing. And, and it's and it said no blacks and freaks. I swear to God, it said no blacks and freaks in Hogwarts. That's the thing. Some troll man, put like, that on Twitter. It's so weird to have to come on here and shit on people, just ordinary citizens, for. You know, wanting to diss certain types of movements and certain types of forms of representation whenever they see it and they act like, oh, you're forcing it down my throat. You're just, you know, slapping me in the face with it. But then in the same token, I got to look at the Grammys and call them out for their shit because what they did with that stupid ass fans segment, the fans where I don't know if you saw this, but they had a a segment where the fans came out and they were introducing um, all of the, the nominees and the candidates for album of the year. And I'm telling you, literally, by the third person, we all knew who they were about to talk about. We all knew who they were about to introduce. They had the white woman introducing the white woman candidate. They had the black woman introducing the black woman candidate. Mm-hmm. The, the lesbian introducing the, the lesbian a candidate. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Can we get somebody it's, in here that actually has some... I mean, it is pandering, but can we get somebody in here that actually has some common sense? This, this shit is I just dumb. think it's interesting. I think it's interesting seeing both sides of the spectrum where, you know, you see the, this the open bigots. Mean? What I mean by both sides of the spectrum is like in this case, this just kind of seems like pandering or someone might actually be a bigot in private, but they just they're doing something they think they wouldn't in brownie points, even though they don't really care. Exactly. I know that. I mean, have, that's what I'm saying. But on the other side, you have people who just openly bigoted. They're not trying to pander. They're not trying to pretend. And we could really, you know. Um, we'll, we'll, there's more pan, there's more pandering topics to talk about later. That's yeah, really we'll get to pandering. it. Yeah, but uh, I just think it's interesting seeing both sides of the spectrum. What what offends you more? Do you do you like you, you like your bigotry open so you can avoid <laughs> it, or you like people kind of playing in your face, kind of like that like question, playing in your yo. face? What a question! I don't like either of it. I right? I think that if you're gonna be an ally, then just be an ally. Like 
act in terms of being an ally. Don't don't you shouldn't feel a need to force it. If the Grammys is going to come on here and you're going to allow uh, a, a, a openly transgender woman to perform probably the first time in history that we've seen that. Right. And then even honor her by giving her an award that same night. But then on the same in the same token, you're going to do that backhanded symbolism shit where it's like, oh, we got to throw in some stereotypes. Let's have the, the black woman talk about Beyonce and let's let's have the white woman talk about Adele. If you're going to do no black straight men, by the way, I thought that was interesting, too. But that's a that's a different topic for another time. That's a different topic. But but my I question, just, my question for you but before we move on. Yeah, because I, I think about this all the time, because what you said, I know black straight men. I agree with that, that you see less and less. Black straight men, but on the same token, a lot of people say saying that is agreeing with the gay agenda argument. What do you I see, mean? I've seen that discussed on Twitter. A well, lot of people say that it, they're saying that it, it's an agenda. It's like a feminist gay agenda mix that you don't see black straight men represented as much on TV as you used to see. Well, like I said, I don't. Believe I just in I was curious what you think shit. about that argument. I don't believe in this. Agenda I don't believe in it, shit. but. I, I, I can't I can't sit here and act like I don't see because I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I'm not saying I'm not I don't agree with that there's a gay agenda or a feminist agenda or whatever these clowns say yeah. but I can't help but notice I I agree with you that I see less and less black straight men on TV and I just I just wonder about that yeah I mean that's just comes I'm down not to saying there's a gender or anything but I just wonder about that see to me I that just don't just see comes down to that representation. being represented. Yeah. And if it's not represented, that's up to us, the people that deem ourselves to be social activists, the, the people that, that that proclaim to be allies of a certain group of a certain minority or, or marginalized group to come out. And that's when you have the the movements like Oscars too white or Oscars so white, whatever it was. Uh, that's when you have feminist movements like the Me Too movement. That's when you have that type of stuff. That's how you answer to those questions and to those lacks of representation. You don't come out here and in, in which you're like ignorant, not you specifically, but all these people out on the internet and all these people that are on media channels and, and TV shows talking about, oh, I just, oh, the agenda is just too in your face. Like, no, that's not the way that you answer these types of things. Another thing that pisses me off the most is that people have just an, uh, I don't, an obliviousness, I guess, to the fact that there are intersectional uh, uh, intersections in these groups, in these minority groups. Just because you are a black person does not mean that you can't be gay. Just because you are a gay person does not mean that you are not black or any other group or ethnicity or nationality, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Like there's an inner. So I hate when I speak. I'm going to speak specifically about black people here. I hate when I see a lot of us talking about how there's a gay agenda because we know that, like, you know, a lot of black people. And it's are not only Christian. us. And it's not just I'm us. just speaking specifically about us right now because that's that's the community that I come from. So I can speak from a, right. a place of experience. And you know it too, like a lot of black people are Christians. So there's this thing right. where it's like you have this this Christianic side of it where it's like, uh, you know, gay people are sinful or whatever, that, that LGBTQ plus community is sinful because of the way I just, I just don't, you know, the, the rhetoric. I don't agree that right. uh, with what they do. I'm not saying anything about them personally, all that dumb shit. But my guy, like these people are in your fucking group of, uh, in your community too. Like, what are you talking about? So you don't want them to represent as whatever sexuality they are or whatever. But if they walk around saying that they're not black, then you have a problem with that. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird, too, because I, I think a lot of people because black people, they call they always call us commies and woke and whatever. But we forget how conservative the black community is. The only reason black people don't vote Very. for Republicans because Republicans 
have made it clear that they're anti-black very clear, whereas Democrats try to play games more with it and be sneaky. But yeah. black community is much more conservative than people even want to be honest about. And, and, and a lot of these so companies are more sense, conservative than they want to act. Than they want to act like too. Yeah, like and that's getting back the pandering. To, they, yeah, exactly. Getting back to the Grammys pandering. Like they had Jill Biden come out and present an award. Guess what the award was? A political award. What? Social change. They gonna give this award to some TikTok. Like the 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 award was fucking for some TikTok guy. Some guy singing a song on TikTok. Social change. This you're not gonna do that fucking award any anytime no, soon. That's that's some like y'all that's pandering like to the bullshit. times. Not, <laughs> yeah, that's some bullshit. Like you, I mean, Biden, I want to see people actually. I want to see people actually in the streets, like actually streets. fighting for some real change. Come on now, but that won't happen though. They won't do that. You this know, some someone who is actually a threat to the system won't even be acknowledged. So this is just seems like some bullshit TV award. It definitely was. It's like bro. some bullshit TV was. award. And then it's last like but not least, I don't know. The Grammys made the penultimate mistake in the album of the year winner. Now, there were a plethora of different artists that I think there was like eight different artists that were nominated for that award. And obviously, there were only two real candidates that objectively should have won that award. You can guess who they are. Beyonce for Renaissance and Bad Bunny for I can't. I don't know his album. I'm not a Bad Bunny yeah. fan. Don't kill me. I'm not but a I'm Bad, not Bunny, a bad fan. Bunny fan. Don't kill us. <laughs> but if Bad Bunny had won that award, I would completely understand. Right, you channeling Kanye right now. What do you mean? I don't know none of the Beyonce guys. Had songs. To, Beyonce, had, Beyonce had one of the greatest oh. albums of all time. <laughs> Baby, I am. That's I one of my up. favorite lines. I could turn up on the Grammys right now, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little sweaty. Hold <laughs> up. I'm going to let you I'm finish. I'm to drink my water. I don't know, man. They've been on, on Harry Styles' tip for last year plus, dude. He had a I great run. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, not, not deny, I'm not denying what he did. I'm just saying. I, neither am I. This definitely feels like the same thing as like. When Cardi won over over Travis album, a rap album of the year. Yeah, this is like some connects thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. Well, I like, mean, there was a rumor floating around. I don't know if this is true. You guys can fact check me on this, but there was a no, uh, there was a rumor running around that Harry Styles had someone that worked on his project with him that actually happened to be the daughter of one of the producers of this year's Grammys. Oh, come on. So there's a little. Know. I don't know if it that's reminds true. me of I that nepotism. That nepotism flow chart. The nepotism baby, bro. I'm telling you, that's it's more real than we think it is. It's and more real than we know. think it is. He connected. He got it hooked up. He hooked it, it ain't up. what you know. It's who you know. Like, hey, Come hey, on hey. Now. You know, slide, slide my demo over there. Slide my tape. I, apparently, she, apparently she was working on it. I don't know. And this nigga had the audacity. I don't want to say it like that because I'm not I'm not taking a stance on this because I don't, I don't know anything about Harry Styles' background, okay? I'm going to be honest. But... He can't. He went on stage and for his acceptance speech or during his acceptance speech, this guy said, uh, uh, "People like me, people where I come from, don't win awards like this or something like that." What? And a lot of people, it was like uh, he went up there and was like, "People like me don't win awards like this or this doesn't happen to people like me where I'm from," or something like that. And people were getting on him because, like, obviously he's a white man, a straight white man, as far as we know. That happens to straight white men all the time. So, they always so, are in the position so to win awards. Straight white men are starting to co- trying to colonize. We already know, but I don't, we're not going to get into it because I've been seeing over the I last couple of days. On man, it. I don't want to make this a whole topic, but I've been seeing over the last couple okay. of days 
that this whole like proud family thing, they were talking about slavery and reparations and foundational black American, you know, yeah, all I this stuff that. I talk about all the time. Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of Great racist show. white people. It was like, this is anti-white propaganda. They we're being victim. There. We're being victimized by the establishment and black people are oppressing us. They love I'm going like, there. So now dude, now they're trying to colonize oppression. But we've been knowing that. That's a and you're in for power, time, yo. That's a let's not. For another time. I, I, hey, 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 hey. Let's let let's stop, bro. Let's stop. We would go now, y'all trying to that because that's what it's, it seems like to me. We're back to Harry. Just that's, I just wanted to bring it up <laughs> just to understand so people understand my mindset. So yeah. this, now people are just trying to colonize this oppression. Yeah, just, I know. And you in power. <laughs> I mean, okay. we have been hearing we have been hearing this narrative that white men right now are just the villains. They think that they are genuinely being oppressed. They do. That'd be, that'd be like if like Lord Voldemort and Death Eaters won won the Harry Potter war for our, our Potterheads. <laughs> and it was these dudes was talking about, oh my god, the the mudbloods are oppressing us. It's like get out of here, bro. Let's not even have that conversation. And you already know how Voldemort and the Death Eaters are. Oh Let's not even god. do that. I don't know how or, we got or, from or, or Nazi Germany. You know, let's say Hitler and <laughs> Nazi Germany won the war and they took over the world. And these dudes, these dudes today are talking about, oh my god, we're so oppressed. <laughs> like, stop, dude. I know you call out the system that they benefit the most from, and all of a sudden they are oppressed because they have to take accountability for their actions. Exactly. In history. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it is. Um. I'm done shitting on the Grammys. I think that that's all I have. I took notes on this shit, bro. I made sure that I was ready for this shit. Uh, but I mean, there there was history that was made. Um, besides uh, Kim Petros winning the award, what there about was Playboy history. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Don't worry. We're gonna get okay. there. I just wanted to shout out and applaud. I'm gonna give a round of applause for Beyonce, my girl Beyonce. Let me not even say it like that. I mean, I, she always, I owe her some more respect than to call her my girl, Beyonce. The Queen Beyonce knows. Queen, Queen Beyonce. Is now, let me hit another round of applause. Is now. And the album was good. I listened to it. She has good. now won officially the most Grammys in human history. So I wanted to shout that out. Um, it's been an amazing run for her, bro. The, the thing that bothers me the most, honestly disturbs me, is the fact that she's never. In and in her career, she's never won for album of the year. Still to this day, it just makes Prince you have the greatest album of all time. Exactly, it, it makes you just have to step back. And I know a lot of the people that are in our comments hate the fact that we go racy with it, but fuck y'all. It we have to call it out when it when we have to call it out. It's accountability that needs to be taken. The Grammys and not the, just the Grammys, but a lot of these award shows do not respect black artists they don't they are they are the first ones in place to be like oh r&b you got that black people you got that uh something that's how that's how we keep you satisfied so you won't quite criticize this album a year it has to you know what i mean like that for everything else it's only a certain status a certain hue that (laughs) can win those types of awards but this is what I always say, man. Like, and you can point to the why not, why not make why not make our own award shows prestigious for our, ourselves? We do. It's like back to like, we why do. are you we letting somebody NAACP else? NAACP awards. That's what I'm. Ah, fuck the NAACP. Double NBA. You know what is it? Double NA. I'm fucking up. NAACP. I don't know why I was. I had like a brain fart on that. But NAACP. Fuck the NAACP. Tongue twister. 
Even fuck BET. We need something we had the else. B- we had the BET Awards. I don't know about them now. Nah, not anymore. That's what I'm saying. We need something else that just, for us, TV it doesn't one? just have to be, it doesn't even have to just be award that awards black people only, but we need our own shit. We were on in control. Soul oh, Train? I gotta say. Soul Train Awards? No? I think it needs to be something new. Maybe needs to be uh, who, who needs to run that? Who needs to run like, at the Rock Nation brunch? They just hand out some awards. Maybe I don't know. About people Rock would go Nation, for that. Bro. People would people go, go for, for that. that. I think I'm pretty sure that. the Rock Nation brunch is uh, heavily dominated by people of our skin color. So I just wanted to shout out Beyonce uh, right there. All right, let's let's the elephant in the room. So during the memoriam speech, um, Quavo happened to. Uh, be on stage performing his song word on the street is that and i this is alleged i don't know if this is facts but tmz and a lot of other news publications are reporting this as well that uh backstage before that performance uh offset and quavo had a little fight backstage um i guess we can assume that the fight was over the fact that offset wanted to go on stage and perform the song with him with quavo which side are you on here I kind of just think there was no reason. I think they both should have been able to come out on stage. I don't really yeah. understand that. I, I'm well. I think it was. Qua- I think the I reason get, why they got into a fight is because Quavo didn't want him to go on stage with him. It was his song, and I understand that. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know why Quavo couldn't at least had him just come stand. I don't understand what the problem with him standing and dancing or standing and just being there. Or even if Quavo was like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna do the song." Come out, and then we both gonna, and you can just talk for a second. Just like I'm sure we can hook it up. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if I'm this, Offset, bro, like Takeoff was my uh, family member too. Exactly. Like, he could have just, you know, Quavo could have had Offset come out and be like, Offset's like, hey man, this is he, at the end of the song. He's like, this is for you, Takeoff. You're my brother. I love you. Yeah. And then Quavo could have, uh, Offset could have came out, and then Offset could have been like, yeah man, you know, respect. I love you, man. Cool. Rest in peace. And they both could have walked off the stage. Would have been cool. And I don't want to get messy with it. But we do know that there's some past history. I'm not going to rehash the whole entire thing. Y'all already know. We covered it here on the podcast, I believe, too. Uh, there was some of that uh, the beef going on back in the day over who cheated with who. And, you know, there was there was women involved. So I don't know if Quavo is still hurt by that, um, if that transpired. But I, I completely understand his perspective. Like, the song is my song, first of all. The Grammys invited me to come perform this song not you you were in the stance so if it's my time to shine like i'm a, i'm a, hey like take a seat enjoy the show that's where i'm coming with it i don't know whose side i, I stand with though but that's all i have for the grammys um you want to move into lebron yeah let's move to lebron move all right lebron it's kind of hard for anybody i don't know if y'all been in under a rock if you don't know about this but lebron is now past kareem he is, I'm not going to applaud him because I'm a LeBron hater. <laughs> LeBron is now, uh, he now holds the record for the most points scored in the NBA, in NBA history. So the debate and the question that needs to now be raised is, is he the GOAT? Uh, Does this make think, him the GOAT? And we talked about this previously, but I think ultimately... Undeniably, across the board, if you ask anyone on earth who even has any type of idea about basketball, what's your top five? Like top five rappers, he's on yeah. everyone's list. And if you if, if he's not, you're an anti. You're a Braun hater. You're straight I don't up. I think Bron there's hater. anybody on earth, and that you're would capping, even have, and you're biased. 
the audacity to out of their mouth to fix their mouth to say that LeBron is not top five. So I didn't even I say even top think, three. Easy. Without without whether you have him number two or number three, he is top three. And your number one is MJ? Definitely MJ. Maybe you can swap him and Kobe out. Probably more more like likely LeBron. Yeah. But he's there. At least in my mind, because I don't that's that's the extent I know about basketball. I do not think that LeBron James, just because he now holds that record, has all of a sudden crossed the threshold to now be considered the GOAT. I know that he's a self-proclaimed GOAT, probably the only NBA player in history that has ever self-proclaimed themselves as the greatest of all time. Numerous times, by the way. He's been doing this for years now. Uh, But I do not think that this just all of a sudden makes him the GOAT. No, not me personally. I think that it's going to take him another couple of championships or maybe maybe one or two more championships in order for him to be considered a GOAT in my eyes. Considered the GOAT in my eyes. He is a GOAT, though. He is a GOAT. There's no, no questions asked about that. The thing that's just I wonder about is because of the rate that the sport is evolving into, the amount of offensive firepower that these players, and not just in the NBA, by the way, this is happening in every single American sport for the most part. I'm not a big hockey guy. I'm not a big soccer guy like that. But I know for a fact in basketball, it's happening. I know for a fact in football, it's happening. I know for a fact in baseball, it's happening. They are making it easier for players to score because that is the most entertaining facet of the game. Yeah, the game is just sniper game, sniper game, three-point exactly. sniper game. Exactly. That's, Steph the, that's, the meta, the game. that's the meta game right now. So at the rate that we see these players becoming uh, it becoming easier for them to score, is it possible that somebody can potentially beat LeBron's record. I mean, he still has of another course. two years in his mind, right. but so the record is going to be up there. I mean, 30, 39, 40,000 right. points. But if people are out here going in their second year, like Luka Doncic was doing, scoring 50 points a game, not averaging, but like he's putting up numbers early in a career. I mean, and like you said, like if they add a four point line. Yeah. If they add a four point line, and you have Steph Curry, people who was raised in a different meta. It's like we got to be like Steph Curry. Shooters. We have to hit threes. Then they had a four-point line. The, what the record is defunct. Like who was the previous record holder? And when was the three-point line added? Kareem. I think and that's, Kareem, that's I think, played question. like what? Five, six, seven, eight years before they even added the three-point line. I think he only made one three-pointer his entire career. He got 38-some thousand points off twos. They played just as long as LeBron. I think they both played 20 years. LeBron yeah. is going to play longer, but. So imagine a, a a gifted player who's like raised to be like Steph, who's gifted like Steph, and he enters a league that has a four-point line. He's breaking the record half the time. Someone's oh, breaking that record. Yeah. Someone's breaking that record. I don't know if it's anybody in the league currently. I mean, I think of like Luka. I I think about KD, but I think it might be a little bit too late for KD. He's a, he, I think he's like in his 14th season. It might be a little too late. He's up there. Um, so if he plays like 22 years, maybe. Right. But I don't know if anybody in the league currently is is going to be passing that record anytime soon. But in 20 years from now, another nah, 20 somebody years. Somebody might not even be born or a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that award being uh, that that record being broken. Definitely. Just at the pace of the that the game is going. Dude, imagine a four point line. Imagine they just hit a game winner. They should introduce that today. You down, you're down by three, and it's like and it's like five seconds left. Hit that four pointer, it's over. They should introduce be that insane. today, bro. Just have like a 33 foot four point shot. 
They should do that. I think they do it in the All-Star game. I think they have like one of those, uh, not in the All-Star game, but I think in one of those competitions, they have a four-point line for something. I think they do. I, they're, they're teasing it. They're teasing it. They're going to get there. They're going to get there. Because like, that's so entertaining. Imagine an NBA where like you have a there's a person designating your team who's like a, a four point specialist. Yeah. And you bring him in when it's time. Like all they do mm-hmm. in practice. That would be sick, yo. Practice that four pointers. That should be, be tough. That should not, be tough. It's not just happening in sports, man. Everything, all these live performances, all these live events, maybe with exception to like the Super Bowl. I'm not really sure about the, the viewership for uh, the viewership rates for the Super Bowl, but I'm pretty sure that's included. Um, all of these live events and live performances, the viewership is going down. I mean, the Grammys had like a, another record low this year in terms of viewership. Isn't internet streaming up and like YouTube and things like that? Dude, if you have a, a motherfucker like this, is what people have been talking about. If you have a motherfucker like Mr. Beast who can get like 200 million people to watch his shit. And like, why the fuck, why the fuck am I spending advertising dollars, millions of dollars for these Super Bowl ads to go have 3 million people? Give them the Mr. Beast. Give them the Mr. Beast. You make way more money. Exactly. Exactly. 300 million compared to three. I don't know if maybe it's like 30. Uh, Let let me just blow it out of the water. He making money, but all he got to do is like, hey, bro, give me the Super Bowl ads. Give me that man's going to be a billionaire. I didn't make the cut. Just give me those ads. That man's of course, the dude's going to be a billionaire. Of course. He's going to he's on track. He's on the road. I, I hope he doesn't sell his shit too early, bro. Like QC did. Let's move into QC. <laughs> that was an easy transition right there. Uh QC sold their uh independent label, their independent music label to Scooter Braun for a reported 300 to 400 million. I'm I'm sure those numbers are a little funky, so I'm just going to give it a little range, 300 to 400 million. First of all, it's like, who's evaluating these companies, bro? I feel like every single time there's a black-owned company, for, nobody knows exactly what the actual monetary value is. I feel like they lowball it. I feel like they throw out these random numbers. I know we hear a lot of these things like Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, people like this. You know, they have uh, uh, P. Diddy. I know a lot of these people, they get these like lucrative deals or whatever, but like... I, I'm, I'm just, I, I find it hard to believe that these white people that they're selling this property to, this IP to, are actually giving them the full value of what they're worth. I mean, I, QC. I don't believe it either, man. Fuck, QC much has, we get fucked over in real estate, you think that translates to anything else? I, I, it translates <laughs> to everything. QC has That's people, what I'm saying, if you guys yeah. are not familiar with people, they have artists like Lil Baby, who's the biggest rapper in the world right now. They got Migos under their catalog. They got City Girls on their catalog. They got... Lil Yachty on their catalog, like they they're stacked on QC. So for three hundred million, I mean, it just makes me wonder. I mean, you got people like an individual like Justin Bieber, who sold his music catalog recently for like two hundred million. I think Justin Timberlake sold it for like a hundred to two hundred million. If one individual can get, I mean, I'm not saying that these guys on QC are near the level of somebody like Justin Timberlake, for example. But I mean, three hundred million for an entire label, bro. I'm just tired of watching these black independent labels sign off. I think that's, I think off that's the, a super 300 million is a super low ball to me. They signing off the rights to these white people and I just don't understand why. Why can't you sign cuz they see dollar somebody But like I think anything under a billion I think is a joke. There I has think. to I mean uh maybe not for QC. Like QC is not worth a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean but at the same time it's like what the fuck do I know? Right? Because like look we at don't like really Death know. Row. Look at like somebody like Death Row Look at somebody like Def Jam. 
like all these all these uh i think def jam was was uh started by uh, uh was black founded i think correct me if i'm wrong uh rockefeller records like these types of independent labels all of these people end up selling their shit to all these white-owned companies and eventually down the line the return over like i think hip-hop is celebrating its 50th anniversary this yeah. year over 50 years bro the, the the amount of return that you're gonna get is much more than 300 measly dollars me, uh million measly dollars yeah i think that's a, i think that's stupid i i, I 300 mil, bro. And like you said, 50 years of history. You got a little baby. Like, I, I don't know coming. if I feel it. If it was a billion, I could see them selling. I could see it. But I just don't and th- then, I think they got lowballed. A lot of times it's like, especially right now, you have to think about like, maybe these people are just making business moves. Because I mean, I can't speak about the past, like in the 90s and shit like that. But I mean, there are people that are saying we're in a recession or heading towards one of the biggest recessions that we know. All that shit. We're not going to get into that too, too deep. But, you know, maybe it's just a little bit of a protection. Maybe they just needed the money and they just want to prepare for the next move. I don't know. Maybe they have plans of doing some some bigger, some other artists. I don't know. It just makes me wonder. Uh, let's talk about Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy, man. This is, I've been looking forward to this topic, man. Yeah, man. I mean, for those who don't, who are not Harry Potter fans, Hogwarts is the school that the Harry Potter characters go to to learn magic. Who doesn't oh, know that? Like, <laughs> I'm, you'd be surprised, man. There By the way, guys, Superman is from the planet Krypton. I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> that, I don't think it's that ubiquitous, but yeah. So it's like it's like a it's like an open world. Like it kind of reminds me of like Batman or like uh, in terms of the combat, like Batman, but it's like wizards and magic. It's like Batman or like what's that game called? Shadows of Mordor. It kind of reminds me of that combat, but with right. wizards and magic and shit. And it's getting more controversy than I even imagined in my life. Like I've they're like legitimate top black folks get shot like 70 times and you don't <laughs> see nowhere near the amount of anger and triggered and people being triggered the amount of people are like making websites to track streamers who stream the game so you can ban them or you can cancel canceling them. Like, canceling niggas. And, and canceling ordinary them. niggas. Now I've watched I to prepare for this topic, man, I've watched all kinds of shit and reasons why people are banning the game. Name yeah, we can get started. I think the the biggest first reason is that J.K. Rowling is is a very vocal anti-trans person. She's very yeah. vocal about, and she also supports organizations that are anti-trans. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the biggest things right now that people are so angry about is that if you support this game, you're a transphobe, right? right. Basically, and it's to the point where people are making websites saying, "If your favorite, we'll let you know if your favorite streamer streams the games, you can block them." You can exactly. use, it's like a database where you can type in like a streamer's name and it'll let you know if they block them. They're spoiling the game. So I've seen pictures of like, get this legendary item in Hogwarts Legacy. And you click it and zoom in and it's like, gives you all the major st- spoilers of the story. They're going in. In a middle sure. finger. In a middle finger. People are saying uh, things about what What else? Another thing that people are talking about is that, and I, this is like, I don't know how I never see, but that's my mind doesn't wander there. See, my mind doesn't go there. So I never thought about it. But they're calling, they're calling out like every single thing that's like racist and, and, and bigoted in, in the Harry Potter series is that if you've ever seen Harry Potter, there's like goblins and ghouls. And of course, it's fantasy. But the goblins in particular, they're like an oppressed group of people who have very big ears, big noses, like they have like sharp teeth, like fang, like fangs and sharp teeth. And they are like the bankers of the Hogwarts world and they depict them as evil and they have to be 
suppressed and they have to be subjugated and you have to watch them, but they can control the money though. It feels very, and they control the money. It feels very, I mean, people are pointing out that it's very, now that I've been, it's been pointed out to me, I can see it very clearly that it's based off of World War II anti-Semitic depictions of Jewish people. Damn. I watched a whole video on it and I was just like, I was like, how did I not it makes sense, pick though. up on that? It's like so it ridiculous. They put the goblins like side by side of like a lot of the propaganda and like racist yeah, depictions. Exactly. And it's like just like, whoa, it's kind of like, whoa. Because people like, like today, like we're so far removed from that. Like you said, our minds aren't even going to go to that. But someone like J.K. Rowling, how old is she? Is she a boomer? I think she's a boomer. She's like in her 50s. She has to be fucking in boomer. Her 60s. Fucking boomers. She would definitely do that shit. And you were talking about something else, though, where it connects to the to the anti-Semitic. Yeah. Tropes. And there was like, you know, in, in Harry Potter, there was a, a Gotham Rebellion in Harry Potter history in 1612. Mm. And people were putting that's together, were putting it together on the Internet. That's like, hey, there was like a from 1612 to 1616. There was like a whole like a, t- a tax on Jewish people, like heavy attacks on Jewish people. Right. At the same time. Makes right. you wonder. Could be a coincidence. Hell no, it's not no. But it's kind. That's kind of weird. That's kind of strange. That's like that exact Martin year. Luther King Jr. was killed in this year, and then in the same game about slavery, uh, or not slavery, in the same uh, uh, the same Jim game Crow about civil and, and segregation. Yeah, exactly. You gonna have one of the main fic, uh, figures be assassinated on the same year? Like, duh, duh. Yeah. So people are really finding out this shit. They calling her out for her shit. And now, does she have that much? Is there anything else that that, that there's a lot? The there's a lot. There's a lot more. Not necessarily the game, but just like they're criticizing the lore of the series and itself. Were like, they criticizing the names of the people too? That yeah, shit was like the crazy. I never thought. See, shit. bro, some of this shit. Like, I watched the hour long video that like broke down like all the bullshit and like went deep. Was bringing up the history. Um, so one of the so there's a black character. They say he's from the he's Caribbean. His name is Kingsley Shacklebolt. So Shackle. Kingsley, like Jamaica, like <laughs> Kingston. I think it's Kingston. I think it's called Kingston. I'm just double checking, but I'm pretty sure. Shackle, Kingston, bro. Kingston is in uh Kingsley is Shackle boat. You know, see the shackles. Yeah, Kingston, Jamaica. So his name is Kings Kingsley Shackle Bolt. It's like put the Kofi on, you kinda wonder. You know that what I mean? Easy. Like I'm kinda That's wondering. Easy. And the next one is there's a, a character of Chinese descent. Her name is Cho Chang. A lot of people are saying, like, come on, who bro. do you know that his name, that's Chinese name, Cho Chang? It's like, never met a single one. I've seen never people say it's like woman. taking like two last names, and, or like, or someone said, and when I did some research today, said that Cho is actually Korean and Chang is, is Chinese. So it's like, she didn't care. It's like if you just took like a, I don't know, a one part of Africa, their name, and another part of Africa, different language, their name, <laughs> that's her name. Just, they, they blacks, they African blacks. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that I, was her version of matter. Tyrone and Jamal. That yeah, was it's her, like she, Tyrone and Jamal. That was her version was of Tyrone to, and Jamal. She, she was trying to be subliminal about the Ching Chong shit. That's all she wanted to say, really, was Ching Chong. Tyrone Jackson. That's stupid, bro. So they calling her Keisha, out for her shit. Keisha and Johnson. And, and that exactly, and that makes complete sense, bro. Some of these people just need to, t- like I was saying with the Grammys, bro. Some of these people just need to be taken out back. And put a gun. I'm not gonna say nothing more. I'm not because I don't. Oh wanna, I don't want to get taken down. I don't want to get taken down. But um, off YouTube. But and the next thing that a lot of people are really talking about, and I'm I'm playing the game. You guys can criticize me. I I pre-ordered the game, downloaded it before, and then I started seeing some of the that controversy. That was bold of you. But I didn't really. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I bought the game. That was bold. I'm I'm past the. I I I played a couple of hours when I got it, and then I started doing more research. 
I got I did I pre-ordered and everything. Got it two days early. So before y'all say, well, he he got the game and he knew. Listen, I knew about the and I, and you I, knew about wrong. it. You do. I I knew about the the the, the transphobic con- controversy, and I still got the game because I'm not gonna lie to you. Harry Potter is like in deep in my heart, man. I mean, I, I was a little kid. My mom was like reading the books to me when I was like a child, dude. I saw yeah. every movie in theaters. That was one moment of weakness. But now I regret it when I see all the other stuff that I didn't even just catch. This is shit I saw growing up. I knew about Kingsley Shacklebolt. I knew all their names. I just didn't think about it. Like, I, it Are you ready like, to tell the audience that you're no longer going to support the Hogwarts family? <laughs> well, well, I'll say going forward. And this is what I'll say. Well, I'll, I'll say going forward. I will not give her any more money. I, I will say I will not give her any more money, but I can't promise that I won't do alternate methods to still enjoy some of the alternate shit. Alternate methods. That's funny. So you're not going to boycott is, with your jawler. Exactly. Like what I do but is you like, still don't like, enjoy um, the content when you can. Example. Like the I, rich, I think that's rich valid. Guy, but like the last thing um, that people are really talking about, is how to, and I'm, I'm playing the game, so I see it. I'm aware of it. Is that um, slay, uh, there's the Goblin Rebellion? This is a, remember we just talked about the 1612 Goblin Rebellion. Right. This game takes place like in the late 1800s, I think. There's another okay. Goblin Rebellion where the goblins Damn. are like, "Fuck the oppression, fuck the bullshit. We taking over. We gonna separate. We gonna we gonna yeah. We're, it's gonna goblin. It's about to be goblin supremacy in this bitch. The like, entire straight game up. is about slavery. That shit is stupid. Slavery and oppression because the, the um the elves are enslaved, but the goblins. I don't think the goblins are enslaved per se, but they're oppressed. They can't have wands. They use wandless magic. They don't. They're not considered human enough per se to use wands. So the whole game is literally about you discovering the plot of the the rebellion, and you get like some ancient magic, and you just like eviscerate Nevada Kadaver as many goblins, waves of goblins. That's stupid, basically. Bro. That game needs to get canceled. And they, I guess they're already on, on, on the track to doing it. And the goblins right. are literally oppressed. What else we have? Next topic a lot of people are talking about uh, is that is rumor. There was a rumor going around that Leonardo's dating this, dating, and apparently they're friends from the research today, but dating this, I think she's a model. Um, mm-hmm. And she's 19. And this man is almost 15. 19. And, and people are criticizing. And apparently he, he's saying that he's disgusted by the rumors that they're, He's known her for years, so he knew her when she was underage, and that they were they're just friends and they're cool, everything is cool. Um, and he's he's distraught by the rumors, but you know it's opened up to a wider conversation on. Okay, people are like, "Well, it's legal. How are you going to criticize the man?" True. What are your thoughts on it? Like what? Well, I mean, what, I think it's, know, is it predatory? Would you say it's predatorial if you are fifty? And I think so. Hell yeah! I think it's like this is a child. <laughs> like even though legally, legally. You won't get in trouble if you have sex or whatever. This is 19, bro. I was a kid. That's a 30-year-old. Like, that's a 30-year age difference. I don't care that's what anybody a, says. Like, and that is, yeah. At that age, bro, like, you are not way a too child, impressionable. Like, yeah. Way too impressionable. I don't know how I was. To be dealing with somebody that's 30 years or elder. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I think, but see, at the, my, my thinking is... After 25 to 30, somewhere in that range. I haven't, in my mind, come up with a number. But I'd say probably about 27. If you want to date okay. someone at that at Leo's age, you old enough. I think you're old enough. But that's I a suppose. lot. That's a big, that's a jump. That's a jump. I suppose. By then, you should be on your own. You you, you're, you have a lot more life experience. Who you, who's, you know, who's anybody to say at that point? Some people still criticize it. 
I would so I like would probably date somebody at that age if I was like you know in my late twenties. I, I definitely would, but I do think yeah, that there's late a 20s difference. And somebody in their late forties. Yeah, I would do it. I Ooh, but I do think that do there's a difference. Do. I do think there's a difference though between a young man dating an older woman versus an older man dating a younger woman. Yeah, and the thing I want to talk about is just like we don't. It doesn't get commented the same way, but like, you know, like when, right, I, when right, a right, younger, right. older woman dates a younger man, it almost seems like it's like, it gets like a yes girl kind of thing. But the other oh, way yeah, around. that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking, I'm talking about like 25 plus. Let me just clarify. I already told you that my age range, 25, 30, you can't, I don't think you should say anything. Right, I think most people would agree still comment that. on that. People still comment on that, where it's like, there are a lot of, I've seen older women comment on. A, a man who's 40, 50, dating a 25-year-old or 30-year-old, you're a creep. Uh, she was a child when you were 30, or she was a baby. Because I think exist. it's the gender role you're thing. You're creep. But then the I other way it's... around, it's kind of like empowering. It's like, oh, get get that young D. I, this, is just me re- this is just me repeating what I've seen with my own eyes on Twitter multiple no, times. No, I've heard that. I've heard that, too. I've heard that, Whole too. Whole comment I, sections of, in agreement with these things. I think it's just general things. things. A lot of times when we look at men in relationships, we look at them as the quote-unquote leader, the provider, the protector. And so if, you, if you're looking at an older man trying to lead and protect and provide for someone who's barely of age, you look at that like grooming. But if it's the other way around, because women are more so looked at to be led, in relationships, more so to be protected, this, that, and the third. If you if you see them with a younger woman, I mean, with a younger man, you're probably not thinking in the same thought because they don't. You don't. You don't in your mind imagine that they have the capacity to do that. It's it's some sexist shit, but it's just. I think that's just the reality. That's the way I see it. And I think it's just like we attribute value where it's like, and this is like what people say, whether it's true or not. I guess is, but this is what I've seen. Think people think is commonly agreed upon when a man dates and, and I, we can get into the racial part of component of it but when a man dates um a younger woman it's just kind of seen as normal you know and it's kind of like i think people seem like if you see like well world, it's common like, they have a lot of magazines that are like sexiest men like world sexiest man or whatever they have like it just elba age man on there yeah like, it's like man. as a man gets older it's kind of like he's more established and, it's, and if you keep yourself in shape you could do well with younger women yeah versus that all the way around a lot more. of women are, are criticized for their age they're criticized yeah. for their age after the 20s, maybe early 30s, you start getting more scrutiny, and the pool doesn't work the same. It's mm. I think it's harder for an older woman to get with a, a younger man than it is for an older man to get with a younger woman. I don't think that that dynamic is, is equal in any sense of the word. Yeah. So I when, mean, that's, when, you, when an older too. woman pulls it off, I think it's celebrated. It's also proven. Yeah, it is celebrated, and it's also proven. It's almost like down to like a science because they do take polls on this stuff, and they do find out that most men – of all ages, prefer women around that age range of like 20 to 25 and maybe even younger, like 18, 19. So I don't know if that's like a, because I know a lot of people try to break it down to a science and be like, you know, uh, well, that's because, you know, at a certain age, they're not able to have children at the same da, 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 da. But I don't know if that's what it really is. I don't know if it's an evolutionary thing or anything like that. I might be serious, serious in, uh, making it too serious, but uh, that is proven though. That is proven. I'm not necessarily like that. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about age. I'm more so like if I'm if I find you attractive, I find you attractive. Like, what it do? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's really that's really all I gotta say about the topic is that like I think, you know, listen. All I can say, I think I believe predatorial. I'm 
people just straight up call you a pedophile. Like for even if it's even if you know at his age dating someone, I think it's predatorial. I'm not calling the man a pedophile. I just think it's interesting. I'm like, if I'm 50, my new my I'm my you know my limit is shifting as I get older. At 50, my shit is 35 minimum. At 50, near 50. Yeah, it's a little. Then I'd probably say, I'd probably say 30. So if I'm 50, I think my absolute minimum is like 30 years old that I would even 30 probably. I I agree with you. Uh, Let's get into you. You season four. Yes, sir. I watched you season four, man. For for those who don't know what you is and Pin Badgley, it's basically a show about this like straight up like creeper dude. He's like an he's a serial killer. He's not he's not an incel though. I mean, he's, he's a serial, a serial killer. killer. He's, a, he's like a serial killer stalker. Can we call it what it dude. is? There's too much. I'm calling it what much it is. Fetishization of these serial killers. And he killers, acts yo. like he creeps like an incel, but he actually gets sex. But like, he's a cre- He's a murderer. People let's are trying to protect these fucking serial killers, bro. Let's just let's just straight up. So I can't call him an incel, but he acts like an incel, even though he's not an incel. And he's just like he acts like a simp. He's like a he's like a possessive murdering simp, yeah. essentially. He believes How in true it? love and, you know, he ki- seasons of him just killing women and then, he, you know, whatever. But season four, they try to reinvent him. I guess, you know, spoilers, mild spoilers. We don't, you know, if you don't want to hear it, just skip ahead like, you know, two, three minutes. But it was pretty good, man. You know, he he moved in London. Not Yeah, he moved in London. At the end of season three, he ended up, you know, faking his death and he moved to Paris. And then he ended up moving to London and they try mm-hmm. to reinvent his character. They kind of make it a whodunit this time. Typically, how the show works is that he falls in love with a girl. He becomes obsessed with her. He somehow works his way into her life. He's successfully able to date them every single time. I, that's yeah. I don't understand. He is somehow is he doesn't guy, get rejected. Man. He never gets rejected. He he stalks her for like months. Then he like carefully plans the encounter. Then he somehow they're interested in him and they start dating. And then they find out about him and this bullshit happens and he ends up murdering them. Normally, it's usually normally what happens. And then they made um, it a whodunit this time. They made it a whodunit like, where he's like tracking an even bigger monster. And then the monster is like fucking with him. Like, I know you like it. I know you enjoy it. I know. I, I don't know how it. I feel about that, bro. I'm not a big fan of whodunits about unless it's Alfred Hitchcock. And he's like, you're lying to yourself. I know who you are. It's all in the trailer. I'm not, this is all shit that's in the trailer. Like, I know you enjoy it. He's like, I do. But, and you know, he tries to convince himself that he's not a monster. He tries to convince himself that like for a monster, he has limits. For a monster, he has good qualities. That's what he tries to convince himself that he's, but, like, a, he's so, like a nicer monster. And compared to the la- the later or the earlier seasons, how is it? Where does it rank? It's tough, man. I think it's I I so far we haven't finished the season. I put it about. I definitely think it's the worst season. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't think Damn. it's bad. I don't think it's bad though. Like I'm saying, like you can have you can have this up. You can have an artist who is amazing. Puts out amazing albums, and they may have put out their worst album, but the shit still slaps though. But it I doesn't mean, there's not a hold second a candle, half though. Candle. So, so far, I think it's the worst season. But it doesn't mean it's bad though. I don't think it's bad. Like I think what's here is really. I mean, it's like a whodunit. He's like found himself in like a society of like rich elites, like these like children of like rich elites, and it's a murder mystery. And one of them is one of the, is the murderer. I'm gonna be honest with you. The murder was so obvious. I don't know how people on the internet are like, "Oh my god, I couldn't believe it was this person." I'm like, "Bro, like, same thing like, with, with the Knives Out, though." Yeah, nah, I didn't. The, the Knives it's Out the one was a little thing. different. Same shit. A lot of this Knives stuff. You, elementary Watson. <laughs> Bro, Knives Out One. Elementary. I had you had no idea who it was in Knives Out One. 
We didn't but know who it was, was like, but it, you do know who it was, though. Literally, when you watch you season four, all you got to do is to figure out who the killer is. Just think about the name. This is in the trailer. The name of the killer, like the killer's like alias and what they're going by or people are calling them is calling them is the eat the rich killer. When you think about that and then you introduce to all the characters, it should be obvious. Yeah, they I don't even understand why too, huh? any I don't even understand. Yeah, it's very much so they're criticizing elites and they're getting into like how elites sabotage and lobby and all kinds. of They get into like, you know, how, how evil they can be and like. I kind of like that. And it's, some of it's a little cartoonish. I'm not going to lie. Some of it's a little cartoonish. Like, some of the, yeah. like, there's a character in particular who's very much on the, you're a servant. Get on your knees. Be a hoop for, this is a small, this is like a, a very irrelevant plot point. It, it's just, but I just want to, I hope you're okay with me telling you this. It's not like a, nothing can, it's just something a rich person did to yeah, some, just a, a, a off-screen irrelevant character. But yeah, just say they it. were all at like some kind of like house party or whatever. It's like this fancy British house party. Somebody's like fancy castle. And they were playing, what's it? It's not cricket. You know that game where they have those big mallets and they hit that ball through the hoops? It's like a British game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like a golf game. It's like a golf. It's kind of like golf. It's kind of like golf. So anyway, their hoop, I think someone got pissed and took the hoop and like chucked it. And she was like, she snapped her fingers like, come here, come here. Get in your knees. Be our hoop. Get in yeah, your they're knees. Go, they're taking it a little too clown. You're, you're a peasant. <laughs> a I was like, corny. what? I was like, Jesus Christ. But it was overall. A little, Overall, overall out, of, out of 10, I'll give it a 6.57. You know, we can season three, season three, there's was room like for growth. Eight. Season one and two, I love, bro. I'll give him a nine. This is like a seven, but like it's to me, it takes a step back in certain ways, but like they're trying to keep it fresh and it, and it sticks the landing for the most part enough to That's get good. a 6.57, but they try to do something different. They try to redeem Joe. And I don't know if he's redeemable. Dude, he's like, Straight I'm up telling you, bro. Creep. You're gonna call it what it is. They're trying to redeem him a little shows, bit, bro. A lot of these. He's trying to redeem shows. himself, like more than any other season. There's a lot They're of seasons. He's like, I'm gonna go down a different path. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then shit starts getting real. And he starts taking. He starts killing people. This season is really him, really trying. I mean, there's like several moments where he it would have been the best option for him to kill, and in previous seasons he would have done it. But he's really trying this season. They're really yeah. trying to make him like a redeem, trying to redeem him. But I Looking think second forward half, to the second half. Definitely. Uh, you know, second half, he's going to start going hard. Let's, think, uh, let's move I, into I, deep cuts. Okay, okay, okay. What do you have? I don't have anything. I forgot. I keep. I forget about deep cuts all the time. That's okay. I could cover us. I got a classic. This is a real deep cut. One of my favorite artists out right now. This is Mariah the Scientist. The song is called Church.
Yes, sir. That was good. My fault. I had another good, song man. I'm putting the queue. Okay, so all right, y'all. Oh, you got one? Yeah, I got one. So my I want oh. my I want my song to be uh, Mississippi by Toro Yamar. Mississippi. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, episode 43, Top Tier Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you guys same time, same place next week for a new episode. Take it easy, y'all. Fucked up those drops. <laughs>